This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, you are listening to the news on Radio Romania International. I am Vlad Palgu. On the rundown today, Bucharest hosts the International Air Show, the biggest event of its kind in Romania. The Georgianescu International Music Festival opens on Sunday. And a code yellow alert against extreme heat has been issued for most of the country. Bucharest hosts the biggest air show in Romania, Bucharest International Air Show, celebrating 100 years since the first nighttime flight operated from Belgrade to Banasa Airport in Bucharest. Taking part are over 100 civilian and military aircraft and 150 pilots and parachute jumpers, which will offer a number of aerobatics and elite flying demonstrations. Guests will also be able to see military pilots flying a number of aircraft. The 2023 edition of Bucharest International Air Show will also feature the famous Lithuanian pilot Jurgis Kaidis, several-time world aerobatics champion. The Palace Concert Hall in Bucharest on Sunday will host the opening concert of the Georgianescu International Music Festival which will feature the Georgianescu Philharmonic Orchestra conducted by Cristian Mocellaru, who is also the festival's artistic director. The program includes Concerto in B minor for cello and orchestra opus 104 by Antonin Dvorak, Georgianescu's Romanian Rhapsody number no. 2 in D major opus 11, The Night of the Rose Suite opus 59 by Johann Strauss. The 26th edition of the Georgianescu Festival is themed Generosity through Music. Taking part will be 3,500 of the most renowned artists in the world and over 40 orchestras from 16 countries. Among other things, the festival also includes opera concerts and educational concerts for children. This year, a number of great orchestras are taking part, including the Maggio Musicale Fiorentino Orchestra and Choir, London Symphonic Orchestra, the Orchestra Nacional du Capitol de Toulouse, or the Philharmonic Orchestra of Israel. The Georgianescu Festival has been held in Bucharest since 1958, honoring the memory and works of the great Romanian composer, pianist, violinist and conductor George Enescu. Meteorologists have issued a code orange alert for extreme heat and high thermal discomfort for the west and the south, where temperatures are expected to exceed 37 degrees. The temperature humidity index will exceed the critical level of 80 units. The rest of the territory is under a code yellow alert against extreme heat. 
The code orange alert will remain in place for Sunday in 19 counties in the southwest and the capital Bucharest, where temperatures will reach 39 degrees. The code yellow alert will also remain in place for most regions where highs will range between 35 and 37 degrees. On Monday, the heat wave will continue to affect most regions, while starting Tuesday, only the east will be affected. And we go out with news from sports. Romanian athlete Catalin Kirila won silver in the 1,000-meter race at the 2023 ICF Canoe Sprint World Championships hosted by Toysburg, Germany, after winning gold in the 500-meter race the previous day. Kirila was a defending champion in this event after winning gold at the World Championships in Dartmouth, Canada. The competition counts for the 2024 Paris Olympics, where the top six athletes will qualify directly. And in news from tennis, Romanian tennis player Gabriela Ruse, 166 WTA, has qualified to the main draw of the women's singles at US Open, set to kick off at Flushing Meadows in New York on Monday. In the final preliminary round, Ruse ousted Diana Ramstrenska of Ukraine. And that was the news. Dear friends, the Radio Romania Board of Administrators decided to temporarily suspend the use of two out of the five Radiocom shortwave transmitters that ensure the broadcast of Radio Romania International's programs because of budget cuts. The RRI programs in English are affected. All of them may be received on only one frequency instead of two as of August the 1st. The frequencies, as well as any other prospective changes operated by Radiocom for to reception monitoring and to your feedback on reception quality will be announced in our broadcasts on our webpage and on Facebook. We invite you to follow RRI's programs online at rri.ro, including On Demand, on SoundCloud, on Android and iOS apps, via TuneIn and via Satellite. You can find more details on our homepage. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Spotify. Coming up next, The Week in Review. Hello and welcome to this review of the main events of the week. The Bucharest government will assume responsibility in Parliament for the package of laws aimed at reforming the state apparatus, at fiscal balancing measures and at combating tax evasion. Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu declared that Romania needs a fair tax system for everyone. Quote, Budgetary waste, evasion, and evasion of cumulative taxes are the brakes that hold Romania's development in place, said the Prime Minister, who added that the discussions over the last few weeks have clearly shown that the country needs deep reforms. On the other hand, Finance Ministry employees organized on Thursday new spontaneous protests in several cities in the country, only two days after their warning strike. 
Trade unionists from the fiscal administration request the preservation of jobs and wages and their special status. They are dissatisfied with the measures proposed by the executive to reduce budget expenses, given that they could affect over 22,000 people in the system. The president of Romania, Klaus Johannes, sent on Thursday a congratulatory letter to his counterpart from Kiev, Volodymyr Zelensky, on the anniversary of Ukraine's Independence Day. According to the presidential administration, the head of state expressed his appreciation for the valiance shown by the Ukrainian people in defending independence, sovereignty, and territorial integrity in the face of Russian aggression. Prime Minister Marcel Cholaku also conveyed in his own message to the Ukrainian neighbors his best thoughts and full support from Romania for regaining peace and freedom. Quote, we will be with Ukraine and the Ukrainian people until victory and the restoration of territorial integrity is achieved and even further in the process of rebuilding the country, assured the Romanian official. In an online statement within the third summit of the Crimean International Platform, the Romanian Minister of Foreign Affairs, Luminița Odobescu, stated that Bucharest will continue to support Ukraine, quote, in its courageous struggle to fully recover its territorial integrity, unquote. Luminița Odobescu said, quote, the recent reckless attacks on the Ukrainian ports on the Danube, very close to the border with Romania, show once again Russia's desire to amplify this conflict, unquote. She also highlighted that Bucharest stood with the neighboring country from the first day of the war and will continue to do so until what she called the final victory. Romanian Minister of the Interior Catalin Predoiu declared on Wednesday in Vienna at the end of a meeting with his Austrian counterpart Gerhard Karner that the ambition of the ministry he leads is to make Romania, quote, a standard for border protection, unquote. The Romanian official announced the signing of a Dublin-type administrative agreement that simplifies asylum procedures. He emphasized that the discussions being held represent a very good start for a building road on all topics of interest. Predoyo also showed that migration is a serious subject treated as such in Romania. For his part, the Austrian Minister of the Interior declared that the cooperation model with Romania in the field of combating cross-border crime related to migrant trafficking should also be promoted at the European level. According to him, the cross-border collaboration also shows special results within an action carried out by the authorities in Romania, Hungary, and Austria. We recall that Austria is the only country that opposes Romania's admission to the European Schengen Free Movement Area although the latter fulfills all the necessary conditions, a fact recognized by the other EU member states and community institutions. The Schengen system as a whole does not work, Gerhard Karner reiterated on Wednesday, 
and he also stated that he does not consider that an expansion is opportune at the present time. The Romanian Minister of the Interior, Catalin Predoiu, stated that four police chiefs from Constanza County were relieved of their duties upon their own request. This follows the road accident in which a 19-year-old young man who is driving under the influence of several drugs killed two people and injured three. The driver had been stopped in traffic by the police three hours before the accident, but they let him go without subjecting him to a test for consumption of controlled substances. Moreover, drugs were found on his person and his unusual behavior in traffic had been reported by citizens to the emergency line 112. On the other hand, traffic police reacted to the weekend accident in Constanza County by conducting raids at the national level. The purpose is to detect drivers under the influence of controlled substances or alcoholic beverages. The Judicial Inspection Service is also going through the cases in which investigations are carried out for the possession of controlled substances and crimes committed under their influence, all in the context of the tragedy caused by the intoxicated driver. You have been listening to a review of the main events of the week on Radio Romania International. Focus on Romania. It's now time for Song of the Day on Radio Romania International. We've picked for you a choice from the repertoire of the band Zdob Shizdub. Have a listen. Fuj din pădure, nu stai urea Fuj din pădure, du-te, hai 
guși din sâni Nu te tem de buburuze Dacă vrei să guși din buze Fina pădurii vrea Să fac dragoste cu ea Să mă culce peste flori Să ne dragostim în flori Nu mă pădurii Vrea să te fure Zâna pădurii Fata pădurii are listening to Radio Romania International. World of Culture. Welcome, I'm Lakdamira Simeon. And today I'll present to you the film To Close, an award-winner documentary at the Astra Film Festival. As of May 16, the documentary film To Close, directed by Botond Pusuk, will be screened in Romanian cinemas. The film has won numerous international awards, including the award for the best non-fiction film in the Emerging Voices of Documentary category, of the 29th edition of the Astra Film Festival in Sibiu. The film, nominated for the 2023 GAPO Awards, tells the story of Andrea, who builds a new life for her two children on her own after her ex-partner was sentenced to several years in prison for sexual abuse. However, most of the villagers openly support her ex-partner and his influential family, and do not believe that the man committed the crime for which he was convicted, blaming Andrea and her daughter for making false accusations against him. When Andrea learns that the man will be released earlier, she is forced to fight against the mentality of the community which she is living in so as to protect her children and to heal from the traumas of the past. In 2016, Botton de Pusak participated in the Astra Film Festival and the DocuArt Festival with the documentary Angela, which received the Best Director Award. Angela, the main character of the award-winning documentary in 2016, told the story of a young Roma woman who finally manages to save herself. 
He spoke to Botond Pusak about the topics he has tackled in his films so far, difficult, taboo subjects that are not talked about much. These topics, which most of the time we choose not to talk about, are the homework, the topics that fascinate me the most. I'm drawn to them because there is this silence around them, and this is a reason that prompts me to make the film. I try to understand why certain things cannot be talked about and why I would rather not discuss them. Trying to question these things led me to the reason for the trauma and the healing. It's a theme that I've been dealing with for a few years already. I've made a few documentaries that talk about it. The struggle of the characters in my films, a struggle that defines us very strongly and knows no limits and censorship, inspired me a lot. When we experience such big traumas and feel that no one is by our side, that no one can help us, and that our only help remains ourselves, we end up discovering things we didn't know about. That's why, through these films that I make, I do not focus on the trauma itself, but more on the psychological healing process that the characters go through. If these themes or stories did not contain much light, then I could not tell them. That hope is probably what inspires me, and I hope it inspires the audience as well, said director Botond Pusak. He has recently presented the documentary Too Close, also within the One World Romania Documentary and Human Rights Film Festival. Moreover, the film, directed by Botond Pusak, brought back to the public attention the phenomenon of sexual abuse and violence against children and launched a nationwide awareness campaign. 3% of the teenagers in Romania admitted that they were victims of rape in 2019, according to a Save the Children study. Botond Pusak believes in the power of documentary and believes that it can become a platform for critical thinking and for encouraging civic action. This is why I make documentaries, and I focused more on this genre, although I primarily studied fiction film. I believe that the documentary, although it has a smaller audience than the fiction film, can have a much stronger emotional impact. And if at the end of the screening the audience has the opportunity to talk and exchange opinions with the director and the film's protagonists, the impact is even stronger. It's incredible, it creates such an intense connection, and that's another reason that drives me to continue making this kind of observational documentary. The statistics regarding sexual abuse and violence against children are very worrying. If we talk about the EU, Romania is at the top of the countries with the most such cases. That is why I think it is all the more important to address these topics. It is also our duty to take these stories forward, to be informed, not to pretend that these things are not happening, and consider that it could not happen to us or those close to us. I think there are small steps that can be taken. There are solutions that can help us. If we speak up, if we break this culture of silence that surrounds this issue of abuse, especially abuse against minors, then we might be able to change something, I guess, said Botond Pusak.
The film To Close is produced by Irina Malja through the Luna Film Romania in co-production with Spot Productions from Hungary and in association with RTL Hungary. And that was World of Culture. Radio Romania International Encyclopedia. Welcome to Radio Romania International Encyclopedia with me, Eugen Nasta. Humor is a human characteristic in its very essence. Humor has for long been described and analyzed by literary theorists, philosophers, moralists, psychologists, theologians, sociologists, anthropologists. Being admittedly universal, humor is at once something typical for certain groups of people, larger or smaller, for certain nations or countries. Humor is, just as those who studied it would put it, a cultural characteristic of a certain space. Practically, in the Romanian space, humor dates ever since this space has been inhabited by human beings. Notwithstanding, the written history of Romanian humor, with documents handing down the spirit of the age to posterity, can only be read from the second half of the 19th century, being closely connected to the publication of satire and humor magazines. In the history of Romanian humor, We can also find names of people who made the others laugh, people who would be remembered by their contemporaries, by their funny words, gestures and attitudes. One such name of Romanian humor in the 19th century was that of the legendary Chilibi Moise, whose personality is better known from what the others said about him than from his own personal notes or archive documents. Eugeni Stodor specializes in the history of humor press. Istodor himself was a columnist for the Kasavenko Academy humor magazine issued in 1991. In his articles and studies, Istodor also wrote about Chilibi Moise, our hero today. How are we to understand humor? How can we perceive it in the Romanian space? So here I am in front of Chilibi Moise, the humblest of our great humorists. Why humble? A string of questions arises here as well. What do we know about Chilibi Moise? My honest answer is that we do not know nothing indeed. Man cannot be something unless he feels he is nothing. That is in fact his creed, yet it is also my creed. We know nothing about him. We only have a photograph of him. We have some testimonials, we have several literary episodes, a couple of clippings. We can place him in an equation which belongs to literary history rather than literary theory and even to a less extent to literary criticism. 
Chilibi Moise was born Moise Froim in Fokshan in 1812 and died in Bucharest in 1870 at the age of 58. He hailed from an underprivileged Jewish family from Vranja in eastern Romania. Information sources about Chilibi Moise are scarce, telling us that ever since he was a child, he had no choice other than work or be into trading. They say Chilibi Moise came to be known among the traders thanks to his ludic spirit, strong enough in him to draw his clients. They also say Moise was illiterate and dictated to a typeset of the proverbs, the aphorisms and the quotations that are attributed to him. We also understand that the great playwright Jon Luca Karajale's father befriended Moise and that the latter dictated part of his creations to Karajale himself. Despite the age gap, Chilibi Moise was quite close to rabbi, philologist, historian and journalist Moses Gaster. In his memoirs, Gaster names Moise Chilibi, a word meaning the friendly one, but also the smart one in Turkish. Philologist and literary historian Stefan Kazimir wrote that Moise got other nicknames as well, such as Twicer, Jester, Sage, Philosopher, but also the Distinguished One, the Noble One or the Dapper. Chilibi Moise was the way he was also because, in his time, the people and the ways of the world were those of the century, just as Eugen Istodor told us. He is the way he is because the Romanian society was in a certain way. He got his name included in literary history because he wanted to. Yet that was something pertaining to the instinct, to the social animal in him, rather than to the instinct of a trader. He would rather be a trader, that's what I suspect. He would have liked to be something else. He would have liked to be rich and make the most of his life. He remained somewhere on the margin. Moise Froim Schwartz did not tell that many things about himself. His irony was self-inflicting, that's true, but he told nothing about him. He didn't tell who he was or how he was. That speaks volume about how he structured the literary and social hierarchies and about how we relate to them ourselves. Moise, as compared to Karajale, for instance, to Macedonski, Ranetti and Geobogza, told nothing about him. And that was Radio Romania International Encyclopedia. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Next in the program, our traditional music feature. Today's featured artist is one of the greatest from the west of the country, Elvira Lerinciu. She was born on August 27, 1944, in the village of Tulca in Bihor County, and she started her music career at 18 years of age. In 1963, she followed a newspaper announcement for a call for soloists for traditional music ensembles in the city of Oradea. Here's the first song in this feature. Today there is a grand wedding in the village.
Elvira Lerinciu followed the classes for voice interpretation at the traditional art school in Orada. Her first national television appearance was on Christmas Eve in 1966. Also in 1963, she started collaborating with the Orada Philharmonic. And here she is now with a love song. Tu, hai lili, tu, cu, tu, e, ti, cu alta te-ai întâlnit, 
In her five decades of activity, the artist from Bihor put together her own repertoire, which represented on various stages in the country and around the world. In 1969, she won an international competition in Germany, and in 1973, she got a national decoration. Here she is next with yet another one of her signature songs. As we mentioned, Elbira Lerinciu was a legendary artist who collected her own folklore from her native area of the Krish River Valley. Here she is with yet another love song. Oh, 
Elvira Rinchu was a notable presence in her Sunday choir at her local church in the city of Orada. At 70, she published her autobiography, and we'll leave her with a last song from Elvira Rinchu. Living Romania. This is Bucharest Radio Romania International. Listener's Letterbox. Welcome to Listener's Letterbox, the show where we read out on the air letters from our friends across the globe. And let us start with our good friend from Denmark, from Hedehusene Hans Werner Lollike. And he writes, Dear friends, last time I wrote to you the temperatures were extreme all over Europe. Since then the weather has totally changed, rain and flooding. Being a flat land with the highest so-called mountain under 200 meters, we have nothing to complain about. Just our farmers would very much like to get to harvesting. We hope it will come soon. How is the situation in Romania? I understand very well that without a budget it is difficult to run a radio station. I hope the budget will soon be underway. I will always be able to find a frequency to listen on. Wishing you all the best. Yours sincerely, Hans-Werner Lolleke. Well, this seems to be the recurring theme of these last couple of months. I mean, the interruption in certain frequencies must be a great disruption for many of our listeners. And we got many, many messages from all over the world about this budget cut and what will happen. But we hope that around the 1st of September will resume transmitting as usual. In any case, thank you very much, Hans. And we have to say that the weather in Romania has been rather unusually hot, but at the same time, it's not been that bad. We had like rain breaks and all kinds of other breaks. So it's not been terrible, except in certain areas of the country where flooding is actually a yearly occurrence. So thank you for your concern, and it was great hearing from you. Thanks. 
And not to hammer the points too much, uh, now we got a message from our good friend Teruiko Kachi from Nagoya, from Japan, who writes, Dear RRI English service staff, how have you been doing? In Japan recently, big typhoons have hit the country one after another, causing damage in various areas. Moreover, it is hot and humid. Meanwhile, I enjoy listening to RRI. On the other hand, as I wrote in my email on August the 2nd, it is unfortunate that your station temporarily suspended two transmitters due to budget cuts. In particular, the shortwave broadcast to Japan is now only on 9790 kHz, but I wish you had kept 11650 kHz, of which reception condition was gradually getting better. Today may be the age of the internet, but if something happens, the power of radio waves is powerful. I will continue to listen to broadcasting stations, including RRI on shortwave. Today I will send you a reception report. Please find the attached PDF. Yours sincerely, Teru. Well, Teru, that was a great message, and thank you. And we're sorry about the typhoons that hit your country, but... Apparently, those are fairly common occurrences in Japan, and I hope they were not more damaging than usual. It has been hot and humid in Romania as well, but not so windy. Hopefully, this suspension of transmitters will be a temporary situation, and it will be, because we understand that shortwave may be indispensable at a time when the internet may be not so reliable at some point. Hopefully not, but then again. Hopefully, we'll be here for a very long time to come. Thanks for your message. Next, we were very happy to hear again from our good friend from Britain, Misayo Tanaka, who is 55 years old and writes to us from East Sussex. And she writes, Hello, I listened to your one-hour broadcast, enjoying the various musical content and the topics of art and food. It was a very nice accompaniment to my lunch. I was especially interested in the topic of protected geographical indication, protected designation of origin in the future starts today. It made me want to try the Romanian pie. Misayo, we are very happy you enjoy our programs. And, by the way, your message made me think of my grandma's apple pie, which was apparently simple, but not so easy to make. I gotta tell you that. Fortunately, over the last few years or so, Romania has been getting more and more protected designation of origin awards because Romania still preserves so much traditional culture and crafts and food and so on and so forth. It was about time for the country to get recognition around the world for this and we are happy to be promoting all these brands and all these concepts. Thanks for getting back to us, and thanks for listening. Next, we're happy to read another surprising message we got from Thailand, where we don't have that many listeners, apparently, or maybe they don't write as often as they should. And here is a message that reads, My name is Shriadet Kraikupt. I am from Thailand and a shortwave radio listener. I have learned that RRI will suspend transmitting shortwave radio programs, this is very sad news for all shortwave listeners around the world. 
RRI started as Radio Bucharest in 1933, which is considered to be one of the oldest radio stations. As a shortwave listener, I love to learn about Romanian rich culture and beautiful country. Of course, politics and economics as well. Please keep transmitting shortwave radio programs. The world would love to hear from Radio Romania International. Understand that the world economy is not going well, but please spare shortwave broadcasting. That will help people from around the world know about Romania. Well, Shriya, that, that was a beautiful message that pulled at our heartstrings. We appreciate your knowledge of the history of Romanian radio. What we can promise you is that we'll do our best to be right here and stay on the air for as long as possible. And on a thank you note, you should know that Thailand is becoming a more and more popular tourist destination for Romanians going abroad. Thank you for your message and thank you for all the good wishes. Next, our good friend from Japan, Shin Makino, has been commenting on our society today. And he writes as follows. I received your shortwave broadcast using web SDR because local reception on 9790 kHz is not possible. Transmitter retrieval revival is desired as many listeners are wishing. In your country, there are many children whose parents are working abroad. And I was surprised that this situation was not shared in society. No matter how much communication is possible with parents through video, I think it is essential for society to support such children so that they are not isolated. The hot days continue, but please take care of your health. Thank you, sir, for those observations. Yes, we are highly aware of the situation of kids with parents abroad, and it is one of the reasons why we broadcast such features. As happens with our radio station right now, state resources sometimes are limited, but we would have you know that there are many, many organizations who deal with the situation of children in need and who need assistance from people who care about their situation, be it financial or educational. So things are being taken care of. Maybe not as much as they should, but they are. And we wrap up with a heartwarming message from our good friend from Netherlands, Peter Ruderink, who says, I'm 61 years old and started listening to shortwave radio 44 years ago when I was 17. What made me listen then still makes me listen today. There is no better way to get a feel for culture, politics, and what goes on in a country than listening to their radio programs. On the basis of your news bulletin, I concluded that Romania prioritizes government expenses, national culture, Romanian contribution to security and safety in NATO and the EU, and I applaud Romania for that. Well, on that final note, thank you very much, Peter, and please write again. And that is all for Listener's letterbox. We'll meet you next time on Shortwave. Thank you. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. 
Welcome to Simply Folk. I invite you to listen to Miwara Pitulice with a song about being homesick. And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro.